3SFX presents the Indu Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where Drive Time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from Little New Indubia on the corner of Tashaka and MLK Drive. Courtney, Selena, Alan Hinton, how are you doing today? Wow, what an introduction or a, an addressment. <laughs> I'm doing great with all of my additional names. Of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to, you know, introduce you the proper way so people know who you are. You, you step up in the building with all your, you know, moxie and whatnot. So, yeah. But yeah, how are you doing? You said you said you're doing good. I'm sorry, I had a I'm doing pause good. there. Yes, I am doing great. How are you? I am also well. I I'm a little late to the celebration because you already celebrated before me, but it is back to school season, mm-hmm. and we as parents are now just elated to have them back in school, basically, <laughs> and <laughs> yes. have our homes back. Yes, because so today was. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that you're back in the ranks of parents with children in school. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Today was uh, Ken's first day back, and apparently, I guess he had a good day. He didn't give me too much of a report. I think my lovely wife probably got the the gist or the main bulk of the story, and he's probably not into repeating the story, which I get. I totally understand. Because mm-hmm. I think I was like that too, where you had numerous adults asking, "How's your first day? How's your first day?" And just yeah. I can't, yeah. But no, it's all good. And he's well, how uh, was his first day? He said it was all right. Like I said, I didn't get the full story, so I don't know. Gotcha. Other than the fact, other than the fact that we had a whole little thing, I guess it's something that happens with many first day of school where the bus is late or there's this miscommunications or what have you. And that's what happened with us because his school is in a different town mm-hmm. and the bus that was scheduled to come get him broke down on the highway. I'm like, Oh, oh that's fun. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to get another bus and bus driver who was not familiar with the, with the route and, that led to further delays and he didn't get to school until like nine 30. And I think school started oh, wow. at nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's so. kind of late. Is it not a bit? Uh, it's a bit late, but I mean, as long as everybody who was in charge knew about it and they could, you know, act accordingly, like, you know, it's all good. We're, we're good. We're fine. I mean, it was, it was beyond our control at that point. Cause it's not our fault. The bus is late. Hmm, yeah. But I'm saying even like a nine o'clock start day for school seems kind of late. No, is that normal? Oh, oh, um, you know what? I'm not entirely sure because I don't remember when, like he was going to the local public school, how late or early that started. I just know that we had to get him to the bus stop by like 720 or 730 this morning only mm-hmm. for but, but again, the the trip, to the commute, like if we were di- leaving directly from our house to the school, it would take a half an hour. So imagine mm-hmm. a bus that has to make all these other stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About an hour to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. 
So as to answer your question, if it's late or early, I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, I feel like even when I was in school, and this is actually something I was going to bring up with you today for this mm-hmm. lovely episode about, mm-hmm. and, and we, we discussed this already, how even just the start of the school year seems to be, well, for you, or at least maybe people in the South, because I have a couple other friends in the Southern states that they already started school month i feel like months ago like yeah in the middle of summer like what what is what is that about (laughs) do you do you know well yeah if they have like a year-round school schedule then yeah they would have probably they may have they may have longer um like breaks during the year and not as long of a break during the summer um or they just have a different schedule like my kids started august 2nd so we're going on, you know, four weeks now of school. So, well, three, something like that. I don't know. Time is weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, but anywho, yeah, it's, it's, but see also my kids start school at like 7.50. <laughs> so it's like, mm. what do you do if you have to start work at eight and the kids aren't gone from, you know, to start school or to start the commute to school? That's 9 a.m. just seems like a late start to me. I could be wrong, but I am not entirely sure, but that sounds, it feels right. It feels about nine-ish because they get out, I think maybe three-ish or 3.30-ish. There's a bunch of issues because this, again, it's a new school system, so I don't Mm. know all the times yet. Mm -hmm. And he didn't get home until five. That's when the bus dropped him off because it's an hour commute on the way home. So it could even be four that he gets out of school. So starts Mm -hmm. late, get out late. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. love to. I, I I can't wait to find out the details uh, when you find out the details. I know I wasn't prepared for these questions, but I will definitely so sorry. get those answers to you. It's fine. It's it's all good. I mean, it's it's a shame because I wrote here Ken's first day. So you think maybe I would have that kind of information, even as his parent, I should know. But I just mm-hmm. kind of know. I know when to expect him in the house and when not to. <laughs> like yeah. he, it's it's nine o'clock. You should not be here. You should be in school. And then if it's 430, unless we've picked him up, you should not be here. You should be uh, commuting on the way home. Yeah. 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 So there's that. But no, I recall a time back in our youth, as we had discussed off mic about a couple days ago, that we recall school starting like the the school year starting September mm-hmm. 1st or at least at least the very beginning of September mm-hmm. and it just it just kept being pushed back further or earlier into the creeping mm-hmm. into the summer like why are you robbing us of our summer vacations what is the purpose yeah yeah I remember I remember starting after Labor Day now I feel like maybe that could be a combination of wishful thinking or fond of misremembering or something. But <laughs> I remember starting kind of much later, like, like we, like you said, and I don't know, I just, August 2nd is definitely quite early and I don't understand it, but you know, who am I to, to question these things? I feel like you can, like you're, you're a parent. <laughs> you can just like step up to the next board meeting and like, I demand answers or, you know, I don't know, something. I don't want them to like change that. it. So. <laughs> I don't or want them do to change you? it. 
I do not. You don't want them. No. Oh, right, no, right. I, because that means I don't want them to that, push that, it back. You're right, because that means another month of having the children eat all of your food before, mm-hmm. like it's time mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. 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 Running, running your it. house ragged. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 You got it. <laughs> Frayed nerves. Yeah, all of those things. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Things all that I don't. Things. I don't believe my parents warned me about would happen with children. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I need to make a list of like, okay, you didn't tell me about this. You didn't warn me about this. And then I'll try to remember to tell my own children like, okay, my parents didn't tell me about this part of life. So I'm going to let you know, (laughs) or I'll just not tell them. And they're like, ha, surprise. I was going to tell you, but just have to deal. You know, I bet they don't. I bet they didn't tell us because they, they didn't, it, it could sound really, like they weren't happy with our presence or we're just trying to get rid of us or whatever, because it's hard to explain things to kids when they're kids, because they just will never get it. So I think it's Mm. very possible that, and then also they probably have forgotten a lot of the, you know, troubles that we were as we grew up, maybe. You you may be onto something there. I mean, there because I'm also thinking there was just like, oh yeah, that was something that happened at that age. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you. Oh well. Mm. <laughs> or because yeah, yeah, like you said, we were kids, so why would we care? Why would we want to know? And we wouldn't remember, right? Maybe yeah. Mm. Either way, we are celebrating children being back in school, even though it is. Even when this comes out, this should be coming out on the 30th. It's still August. So this child is going back to school in August, but at least it's close enough to the beginning of September. And I feel like that might have been the latest, too. Like you just mentioned going back to school after Labor Day. That that mm-hmm. feels it feels right. I mean, Labor Day is next week. So it, that's it feels true. Right. So it's just a week later, basically. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, We're going to move along. Like, right. Really what I want to talk about, they end up, it's going to really just be recommendations. That's, I'm just coming out saying that now, but I don't want to get there yet. We'll get there. Okay. okay, So first, 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 we're going to do, you know, our, our writers strike update because we like to Mm -hmm. stay in tune. We here to support the writers and the actors who are striking for better working conditions and, not letting AI take over everything because no, mm. don't. Right. I, mean, well, I did have some fun. I did have some fun with Adobe's AI generator program thingy called Firefly. It was kind of fun. I will say right. that. I didn't I didn't send you any samples because I realized later on that they watermark everything. So you can't actually mm. use it for commercial purposes. I mean, I could still send mm-hmm. them to you, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there. Anyway, as of August the 29th, there's, the writers have been on strike for 120 days. Wow. So, My yeah. goodness. It's a long yeah, time. That's a, that is a very long time. And there, there have been talks. There have been, I feel like, some needles being moved, like meaning closer to agreement, but it's just it, there aren't things that are enough to kind of like, hey, we're we're gonna come off strike, but it's they're not there yet because all the demands haven't been met. They're still meeting, figuring that out, and mm, okay, 
in regards to the actors, it's I don't want to say it's the same thing, but they more than likely likely won't be making any moves until after the writers settle their strike or end their strike, because what's the point of actors coming back if there's nothing written for them to do? So right there. Yeah. Also, you know, unity. They're they're in this together. So that's also why they will continue to strike until the writers have their deal and then the actress can work on their deal. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yes. To me, that makes sense to me, especially especially since the writers started the strike first. So, but I'm glad things are moving along. That's that's really good to hear. Yes, I I also agree, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, things advancing, things getting better, and I'm sure that they will sooner or later. Yeah. Stay strong, guys out there. Do yes, stay strong. We stand with you. But do you think that? So it's you said it's been sixty days since the writers started the writer strike started. Uh, one hundred and twenty days. Oh my god! Four months. I am. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. But I'm like, okay, that's. I mean, sixty days. What was I doing? Like sixty days in. Okay, but it has been twice that. Yeah, don't listen to me. So it's been a long time. Do you think that if they were to wrap things up today? that the crazy delays in shows coming out, do you think that would still be accurate? Like this four months, four, maybe even five months of no work. Do you think that that they're still on track to either cancel shows or delay them by like several, like a year or two? Do you think they're still on track for that? Um, if they were to make a deal tomorrow, they might be able to salvage maybe a couple shows that are already scheduled to return. Mm -hmm. They would just maybe return later, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe October, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I I honestly feel like a lot of the shows that say Abbott, Abbott Elementary, for example, if mm-hmm. they were able to come back or rather they the strike ended tomorrow, mm-hmm. a show like that to come back, I think I honestly I feel like it would have to become a mid season show if they if they were to come back mm-hmm. at all. Okay. This season. Because hasn't it already has it already been canceled? Oh no, no, or they've been it? renewed. Well, that's the thing because there's been some shows that have been renewed, but amidst the strike, they like they unrenewed them um fortunately not shows that i watch but Mm -hmm. um that has happened and i'm concerned you know that that could happen to some of our other shows not to put you on the spot but do you know which shows you are referring to i don't because i really was just i read an article and i was just reading to make sure it was in my show i think one of them (laughs) this is not gonna it's not gonna be helpful it was a sci-fi show and i think it was going into season two um i think uh oh there's that's the name of it one of the other one um a league of our own league of their own the show oh, the series okay that was mm-hmm. like based off the movie um i don't know if it was because of the writer strike but i do know that it was renewed and then they unrenewed it along with whatever mm-hmm. other show it was that i can't think of um and i think the other show that I can't think of was entering its, it was already like a multi-season show and then League of Their Own, League of Our Own, I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> League of Our yeah, Own yeah, was, the, um, 
they were about to go into their second season, I believe. So I don't okay. know if it's directly because of the writer's strike or other factors, but you know, it just got me thinking, hmm, it can happen to them. It can happen to my show. This is true. And my theory behind that would be a budget reason because that's been happening mm. over at Disney plus still, they're still canceling shows like shows that actually have been completed. The most recent one yeah. being the Spiderwick Chronicles, which is not a show mm-hmm. that I watch. Yeah. And there's there's another show that uh, I think I don't know if it was greenlit for a second season, but it's definitely canceled now. And there's a handful of them, but they've been canceled, not necessarily because of the strikes, but I think mm. it's more because they're still trying to, I don't want to say clean house, but trying to save money, which seems mm. so weird because these are like multi-billion, if not trillion dollar companies. And I don't I don't know. Although mm. Disney, I think I, I can sort of understand because uh, not not that I know him personally, but Bob Iger is still trying to clean up the mess from the last guy, which was Bob Chapek, mm. I think his name was. Mm-hmm. And too many Bobs. He was just yeah, he, he was too many Bobs, but he was just green lighting everything. That's why we we got like an uh. onslaught of Marvel stuff and Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff, mm-hmm. and Iger was like, okay, we need to calm this down a bit because. It's too much. It's, it's not, costing too much. It, yeah. And it's yeah. not as special yeah. if it's only Marvel content and only Star Wars content. All of it. Right. Like it's 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 overkill at that point. It's overkill and you're killing your workers. Like the all the, the digital yeah. effects people. That that's yeah. why a lot of the content we've been getting from Marvel doesn't it's look crap. all that great. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to finish Russian this movie so they can just work on this show and it's yeah. it's too much so yeah. yeah so as for other shows being canceled I, I don't know of which ones are uh, some of the other deals that have been worked out are independent features and I think even as of this week I think if your independent film is going like to a festival I think they're allowing some of the actors to go out to promote it because it has as long as it has nothing to do with the big major studios so like like Disney, for example, but all the major studios, if as long as it's not connected to that whatsoever, then the actors mm-hmm. can kind of go and promote it and be like, hey, go see my movie. But if it is, then no, absolutely not. Yeah, so I agree. I think the yeah, that's the only thing I have. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What I and I'm glad that I waited until just before we started because I wouldn't have caught this bit of news, which is a new podcast, which I'm going to have to go listen to i think it just started but it's called strike force five and Ooh. it features the i don't say the top five late night talk show hosts but it's the the jimmy's jimmy kimmel uh jimmy fallon stephen colbert john mm-hmm. oliver and why am i forgetting the uh last one seth myers there you go so they've been chatting since May and having hilarious conversations. So I guess they came up with the ideas like, hey, let's do a podcast that's going to go on Spotify and whatever proceeds that they make from it will be going to their crew members Like since they are not getting paid. And this is the time they would be getting paid. So yeah. I thought that was a good yeah. cause. Yeah, that's pretty neat. And I actually look forward to listening to that because I enjoy majority of them. <laughs> those hosts so yeah i would like to check that out it's a limited okay. run i think they said only 12 mm-hmm. episodes so oh that's more than i thought that. i thought i was thinking maybe four or five 
I don't know maybe. why. Maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. But um, I'm looking forward to that. And with that, we will. I, I do, uh, yeah, because I mean, I, I look up to a, a few of them. I'll just name John Oliver. I love watching John Oliver and mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert. I have a, a huge appreciation for for what yeah. he does and his brand of comedy. Yeah. All right. Nice. We're going to move into our black history fact for today. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. All right. Are you familiar with the term Black August? I have heard it. And that's all I got. I've just heard it. I don't know much more than the recognition of the term. (laughs) Hmm. I came across this as I was doing research for the Montgomery Brawl, which will forever live in our hearts. The (laughs) Uh, Augusto de Cinco or Cinco de Augusto. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I uh, wrote this down so I can just talk about it rather than try to remember from memory because that's how you remember things. Mm -hmm. Too many. February is the month dedicated to celebrating black Americans contribution to a country where we I'm sorry, where they were once enslaved. I guess we whatever. But Black History (laughs) Month has an alternative. It's called Black August. First celebrated in 1979, Black August was created to commemorate George Jackson's fight for Black liberation. Observers Mm -hmm. of Black August commit to higher levels of discipline throughout the month. This can include Mm -hmm. fasting from food and drink, frequent physical exercise and political study and engagement in political struggle. Hmm. So that is interesting. Yeah. Because I, never I mean, I've never heard that. of it until I, right? I, know, I never heard of it, never knew anything about it, and then mm-hmm. got this little blurb here. And I, shame to admit, even though I've had this information for the past month, I did not partake really in any of these. So well, I, I don't know. That's but very interesting. It is. It is. And I now, because I ever since I saw the term, it started popping up a little bit more. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I know what this is now, but. Mm-hmm. It, I just haven't part partaken, partook, part- partooken. I haven't partooken. Part- in, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I haven't partooken <laughs> in any of these events. So, mm-hmm. but now we know, and maybe next year, like I kind of say every year that I want to celebrate Kwanzaa, and maybe next year I'll celebrate Black August. So we'll see. Nice. Now we will go to. Um, where are we going? Oh, right. We're going to space. And thank you, dear Courtney, Selena, Alan Hinton. You reminded me or not reminded <laughs> me. You told me today of the super blue moon that is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess tomorrow. But yeah, tomorrow. Regardless. Yeah, it's it's here. It's blue. It's big. It's here for us. Mm-hmm. Also, It's also here. For India, or rather, India went there. India, the country, I mean, as they landed on it at a point that they named, or they successfully landed. Let me put that in there because there were India was rushing, wow, pun unintended, rushing with Russia to get there. And India won that race because Russia blew up. So sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The point that they landed on is called Shiv. 
Shakti Point. Because once you land there, I guess you get to name it. So good job for them. That makes sense. So yeah. I was right. So I was, I was curious and I decided to look what up look up what that meant means. Mm-hmm. And Shiva Shakti represents the union of sacred masculine and feminine consciousness that resides within us and permeates the cosmos. Wow. That's so yeah. deep. I love it. I know, I know. I'm like, okay, I've got to share this. Once once I looked up what it meant, I'm like, yep, this this is this is today's space news mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, that's uh yeah. I was uh glad to hear it. I have not seen any pictures. I don't really it's not that I don't care to see any pictures, it's just like what can you show me that I haven't already seen on the moon and I've and I know I'm opening a a bit of a, a floodgate <laughs> of yes, angry, yes. probably comments and thoughts. <laughs> right. I mean, and not just from regular listeners or, or even because I'm also thinking of you and, and the, the things that we watch and listen to. And this is yet again, a bit of a shout out to the Y files to what what really is going on in the moon, on mm-hmm, the moon, in mm-hmm. the moon, all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, so yeah. that is why I'm like, mm, I don't. It's, it's not that I don't want to see pictures. It's just like, unless you're going to show me something I haven't seen already. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really, you know, whatever. You like, know. yeah, we don't need to see more pictures because you've seen one, you've seen them all. Pretty much. Yeah. Unless there mm-hmm. really is something remarkable in your in your pictures, other than the fact that it's it's your first India. Like, I'm excited for you. But yeah, just calm down just a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, I'm, I'm happy you yeah. made it. But, you know, give me, give me, do you have color pictures or something? I don't know. <laughs> Anything that's if not you, grainy, please. Yeah, no grainy pictures. I mean, if you saw some creatures, even better. Because, I mean, it's India. Like, they wouldn't lie to us. Would they? India wouldn't lie to us. Never. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to move along. And I guess we're just going to go ahead because I want to talk about Things that I, I guess I will recommend. I have not finished watching all of these things, but I will recommend them. And that requires my new sound effect for our recommendation section. Wow. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the only <laughs> way I can warn about that abrupt sound is by saying, hey, we're about to do the recommendation. So here we go. And that's that's that. <laughs> I kind of love it. But the- no, I mean, I mean, I knew you would because you love Jurassic Park. I do, I really do. Mm-hmm. Not Jurassic World. I mean, Jurassic World is basically Jurassic Park, but with Chris Pratt. Exactly. Why? Why did we do this? It was an exact, like it was the exact same movie redone, kind of like Matrix. What was the new one? Matrix. Um, Revolutions, Revelations. Re- Re- is that the newest one that was done? Because it was basically the Matrix 2.0 with different faces mm. and a decent effects. I don't know. And yeah, you're talking about the Matrix that we well, we didn't watch it together, but we ended up just having a conversation about it because we're just the new it together. One, yeah, and, right. The one that's got um, they changed resurrections. Neo, uh, no. Resurrections, no? Yeah, I just looked it up. It's Resurrections. Oh, okay. So what was what was the... It doesn't matter. 
basically it, it was just shot for shot Matrix or the original Matrix. Get out of here. I mean, Neil Patrick Harris was in it. He wasn't in the first one. Oh my gosh, you know what I mean. They basically had just new faces, <laughs> new-ish characters, but it was the same movie, same plot, all of that. Basically. I mean, I will say I wanted more. I wanted more from it. Oh wait, are we talking about Matrix still or are we talking about Jurassic World? Uh, it, I mean, interchangeable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, we'll go back to Jurassic World. That's what we're focused on right now. Because Matrix, we did talk about and even though at this point now it's been two years since it's come out, I have largely forgotten about it. It's like a film with diminishing returns or rather a film franchise with diminishing returns, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though the first one, I mean, it's stellar. It is on our, uh, um, oh my God, what do we call it? Our, not our, is it our pantheon of perfect films? I feel like we should call it that because of alliterations, but um. <laughs> The Matrix by itself, the single one, the mm -hmm. first one, perfect. Mm -hmm. The sequels that followed it, I think because they followed in succession so quickly, like within like a couple of years or so, mm -hmm. you know, we allow it and we enjoy mm -hmm. it. We embrace it. Mm -hmm. But Matrix 4, eh, you know, well, you already come out and just said you just don't like it. I mean, I did not like it. It just was. It was just real meh to me. And it was basically all three. Wasn't it basically all three of the Matrix Matrices movies? <laughs> like in one movie? Or was it just the Matrix reshot? I can't remember because I tried to black out that movie. But come on. I know it, you had such they, I didn't, they just didn't, the disdain. They I, didn't, just didn't, I didn't know you had they it. They didn't though. try though. They had, they had what's her name? And they had Keanu Reeves. Um, mm -hmm. not what's her name. You that, that was very disrespectful. Carrie and Moss. Trinity? They had okay. Yes, but Carrie and Moss. So they had her right, in there. Right. They had Keanu. Come on, and they just ugh, just so disappointing. Like what? What were you looking for? I don't well, know. I guess oh, that's, I feel like that's such a. I know it's such a loaded question <laughs> to ask, but just because I mean, than what we got. I, I'm I'm with you in in the fact that it just didn't feel like it it gave us what we were looking for or what we needed, what we wanted. Like, was it really worth reopening this box to tell this story, where there could have been I don't know a better story to tell if there wasn't even a story to tell. I don't think there was a story to tell, so that's my biggest gripe. Why do we hmm. Why do we do a million sequels when there's nothing more to tell? But then they took the money and they took the time and the talent and told the same story all over again. Come on. Ugh. I mean, isn't that sort of what the whole resurrection maybe no. the reason why it was given that subtitle? Wrong. It was like, hey, we're maybe it's we're but bringing it, it back to it life. Lazy. No, it was lazy. We could have done without it and been happy with the movies that we had before, which are not like the Matrix is a perfect movie, but the other ones are they're kind of you know, I I allow them, but they're not perfect movies. <laughs> but it is what it is, and you know. But then you then you just recycle everything. We've done this already. We're we're already in the sixth Matrix version of the Matrix. Come on, mm -hmm. come on, come on. We don't need a we don't need a seventh. All right. I've struck a nerve, and you sound very jaded you right now. 
I'm very jaded. I am not happy. Mm. <laughs> and, and really, this was this was about Jurassic World, which we will get back to. We will. And <laughs> I, I think we, yeah, we, we will leave the Matrix alone. Okay. I, I think we are in agreement that Matrix 4 wasn't really needed, wasn't necessary. It definitely killed some time, and I forgot that I saw it. But it's not True. one I'd be mad to rewatch. Honestly, because I don't remember it that well. Yeah. Still not happy with it, but it's okay. Mm. Well, in regards to Jurassic World, uh, same deal, really. I think I've only seen it the one time. I don't know if I saw that one in the theater, but I didn't hate it. But I or I think I might have just was there just to see that one scene with, with Chris Pratt kind of just holding back the raptors, like with that stance that everybody kept memeing, memeing making a meme out of I guess you can't really conjugate mm-hmm. memeing can you mm-hmm. memed memed yeah sure. you moomed it yeah mm-hmm. so anyway that that was the roar from the first Jurassic Park I just kind of amplified it a little bit just to make it a little fuller because the original one just by itself I'm like mm, it just needs a little oomph. and then there was a yeah. super cut that had all of, of Rexy's roars and I'm like, okay, that's, that's overdoing it. That's too much. Uh, I just need a quick little bit. So there's that. Mm-hmm. There was yep. another. Oh, right. So how would you feel about, um, and I'm purposely doing this on purpose just because you're already riled up, but because <laughs> we haven't talked about this and, and I'm really interested how you feel about James Gunn and his next Superman movie. There's another one coming. Mm. Oh my word. What is going on? Do we not have any any writers out there who can deliver any original content or any directors who care enough about the audience, not just the money, to bring us something good and original? Is that is that too much to ask for? I wish I had my cam on so you could just see me just roll back away from the microphone because I'd, I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> What does he think he's doing? Literally. I well, mean, do I you... guess he wants a piece of the pie of the soup. Everybody's going to pay for another Superman movie. Like, ah, do something else. Well, I, I don't want to explain if you don't already know, or even if people <sighs> listening don't know, but are you aware that James Gunn is now in charge of DC over at Warner Brothers? I, that sounds familiar. I don't okay. pay a lot of attention to DC, but I, that does sound familiar. So is he trying to redo it because he didn't like the way Schneider did it? I mean, it was a mess, and it's not even yes all of Snyder's fault. So he's yeah, he's basically <sighs> rebooting everything. I mean, especially oh with <laughs> <laughs> especially with what what happened with the Flash because we kind of I had hopes I really did that that was going to be better than what it was that it was going to maybe be a soft introduction into this new DC world, but that was such a letdown overall. Like, I mean, I enjoyed parts of it. There mm-hmm. were, it was nice to look at sometimes, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, yeah, it, it made me sad. And I told you it wasn't going to be sad. We're, we're not having a sad day today. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to at least let you know that there is a new Superman movie coming and mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can you can have your your feelings about that because mostly most mostly the people that are upset are upset because they want Henry Cavill back. Cavill, 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 no, something like that. Yeah, Henry. I mean, I should. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. They they want him back because they like him. Mm-hmm. But what's always funny to me is anytime someone is cast in one of these huge roles, they always kind of hate him at first, and mm-hmm. then a movie or two later, they absolutely love him. Like, no, we don't want anybody else but this yeah. person. I'm like, oh, figure it out. Yeah, get it together. So who we're not... has been tapped? Do we know? I know you said, but I just want to know: is there a someone tapped for the role yet? I. I did hear rumor I, or or tale, and I, it's not a name that I recognize. So, hmm. and I don't even know if it's true, honestly. Oh, yeah. okay. But they're going for somebody a little younger because they want to see Superman in his, his younger days, oh not God. necessarily back in like Smallville when he was like still a, a teen or whatever, but something a little older. But I mean, hmm. we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. No, I, fine, fine. You just, you tell but, me how it goes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it comes from, I'm trusting the director or the, or the storyteller, such as James Gunn. And mm-hmm. he's been doing great things with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's really all that I've seen from him. But I mean, he's a good storyteller and he he's in tune with, these care. Oh no, that's not true. His Suicide Squad. Yeah, I really like that too. So mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. So if you've got a competent storyteller that knows the source material, that makes me feel a little more comfortable and confident about what you're intending to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm giving him that. Okay. I'm I'm ready. So. If if you can have a little bit of faith in me and my faith in him, then you can kind of go out. You can go out and see it with your skeptical eyes, but you know, just mm-hmm. just give him a chance. Give him a chance is what I'm saying. I am going to re- just reserve my thoughts and feelings on the matter, um, uh-huh. and let things play out as they may. And move on with my life, probably without seeing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you got to go see the flash. Well, not see it. You, I don't mean see it. I don't mean go see it. I mean, watch it because it is now streaming. So you don't have to pay anything. Amen. Yeah. So watch that. Wait, did you watch it yet? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Well, go watch it and then report back to me. Okay. And then we can discuss can do that. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But since we are talking about superheroes, because as this whole thing was about recommendations, that's the whole reason for playing Rexy a little earlier. And I have a number of recommendations for you today. I couldn't keep it to just one because I just came across so many things in the last like two weeks. And I'm like, oh, I got to talk about this. Oh, I got to talk about this. I love it. So first one, and Courtney, I've already told you about this. Well, mostly, I think just one day, but I was binging the show and I wasn't able, really, I really haven't been able to binge anything lately except for this mm-hmm. show. So I'm kind of glad I had the time. Mm-hmm. And that show is called Moving. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Ex- I want to say it's exclusive to Hulu, but it's definitely like it's a Hulu original. So I guess it is mm-hmm. ex- exclusive. It's still ongoing. 
So I did tell you a tiny little lie, which I had since corrected when I told you. I said, hey, it's only 11 episodes. But no, it's only 11, 11 episodes at that time. And I think ah. new episodes come every Wednesday and a season finale next month or which mm-hmm. is almost like next week, but on the 20th. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. So let me tell you what it's about. Okay. It basically starts with these high school teenagers. By the way, it's a, it's a I want to call it a, a Korean drama, not necessarily your mm-hmm. typical K drama that I'm familiar with. And I still haven't really signed on to any kind of show, but I'm curious about watching one. But moving on, this is <laughs> a show about high school kids who I don't say they discover that they have powers. I think they always kind of known that they did, but they have to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. And their parents also have powers, but they okay. used to be spies in the government and mm-hmm. they're trying mm-hmm. to, they're trying to keep everything, you know, secret. They don't want anybody to know. Sometimes mm-hmm. they would have to kind of move to kind of keep that secret secret. And I don't think that's mm-hmm. the reason why it's called moving. I still don't know why it's called moving. I don't. Okay. But the okay. show itself, the story, the actors, like I'm really enthralled. I'm really loving it. Not a, not a show for children. Mm-hmm. Then again, I would also say it's not for children because it is subtitled. So mm-hmm. if they're really young, it's going to be kind of hard for them to keep up and have to read everything. But mm-hmm. Either way, it's a very good, very good enter- entertainment, very good story. And I mean, you're just talking about writers coming in to make a compelling story. Well, this this is that. Okay. So we've we've got your flyers, we've got your um, your strongs, your mm-hmm. uh, oh my god, I'm trying to think of the other powers that that has been displayed thus far. Uh, electricity people, um. Your healers, like they just heal kind of like Wolverine does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, indestructible. I'll put it that way. They're they're indestructible. So it's it's good. It's good. I like it. I like it. And where is it? You may have said this, but where is it streaming? This is on Hulu, this particular okay. show. Okay, thank you. Yes, and right as of this recording, there's 11 episodes. When this episode, when this episode comes out, there should be, I think, 13, because I think they drop okay. two episodes every week. I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, so not I mean, you'll one. you'll get right, right. You'll get your fill for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and the season finale is actually three episodes, like a three part season finale. Hey man, so, I love those. I know, like. <laughs> let me just settle in get get like a bag of popcorn and just uh mm-hmm. I'm, this this is my night now is gonna be watching this so that's pretty cool you have that you have that on hulu mm-hmm. over on apple plus or is it apple tv is it apple plus or apple tv i just wrote down apple plus I think it's apple tv okay over on apple tv <laughs> we've got a new animated series that i'm thoroughly enjoying it's just sometimes you just need something light something just kind of a little silly and mm-hmm. it's called Str- it's called strange planet now okay. if this sounds familiar to you maybe not to you directly courtney unless it is it, it, and it can mm-hmm. be you may you may have seen some web comics around where there's these blue looking alien creatures and they're mm-hmm. just kind of 
they're describing things that are in like our everyday life, but in a way that I don't know, maybe an alien would understand it where they would call uh, alcohol mild poison or hmm. um, I'm trying to think of other examples they use uh, instead of saying their mom or their dad, they call them life giver or um, hmm. oh my goodness. Instead of saying thank you, they just say gratitude. So it's just little <laughs> things about how they do things and how mm-hmm. they speak that I absolutely just love uh, all the, all the animals they have like three eyes because I mean, it's like a, it's a strange planet and it's, mm-hmm. it's great. It's, it's very pleasant. It's very silly and I really enjoy it. And I don't know how many episodes are coming, going to come out this season. Mm-hmm. There's already five that are out now, but go check it out. If you have Apple TV, mm-hmm. take a look, okay. love it, love it, love it, love it. And now we're going to move from TV to music because i don't do that very often and i've always okay. i mean that was really my whole one of my reasons for doing this whole segment because i wanted to talk about some of the music i've been into mm-hmm. hosier who now um courtney i don't know if you have like a minute or two just you can like put your feet up and relax because i feel like i just need to go on a little bit of a rant here it's not a mm-hmm. rant <laughs> I believe for okay. me, he is one he's one of my top favorite lyricists, like songwriters. He has a way with words that I just cannot like comprehend. And I'm a little bit envious of his ability to mm-hmm. craft timeless music that could well be timeless. Like you, you could listen to it if this song, if these songs came out like a uh, hundred years ago. It would mm-hmm. still be relevant today and a hundred years from now, because it's just the wow. way that they're written about. Most of them are about just maybe love or love lost or war or um, just growing up and just, I mean, I know a lot of songwriters do that, but it's just something about the way that he puts words together mm-hmm. that I'm like, wow, that's deep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was Kind of, I was doing that today, honestly. I, I mean, I was working. I was, I was doing my job, but in between, I was re-listening to the album and like these lyrics. What are you saying here? And his album that just came out is called Unreal Unearth, and what it is is basically kind of his response or his interpretation of Dante's Inferno. Oh wow! That book from yeah. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not even book, epic poem from yeah. centuries ago. Yeah. Yeah. Each wow. song on the album, and the album is like 16 songs, but like each song has to do with each level of hell or, oh, wow. or each circle. And even though there's nine of them, some of them have to do a bit more with other things. And some of them are super specific. Like one song is called Francesca, and, and I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, well, maybe the song is about Francesca, but I never hear the name, and that happens pretty mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. But really, and this this is the part that was like, oh my god, this guy is great. This guy's a master. So Francesca <laughs> is about someone who is in one of the circles of hell, but it's the song itself is sung from the perspective of Francesca's lover. Like she had an mm-hmm. affair with this guy, and this guy mm-hmm. never says anything in the poem, so he wrote a song about the guy like from his perspective how he feels about Francesca and basically mm-hmm. in his song he's saying all the stuff I did I'd pretty much do it again because I love you that much 
So it's, that's my, wow. that's my interpretation, but it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. And then there's songs that sound happy and upbeat, like, oh, this is a great mm-hmm. love song, but really he's saying like, nope, I wouldn't do that for you. I don't like you. Get out of my life. <laughs> so it's, wow. mm. but he's great. He's great. My favorite song would be the Selby. I didn't even write it down, but oh, the Selby part two is the first one is partially in Irish because he is Irish. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time that he's actually sung in Irish on one of his albums. And I think this is the third one. And each one has like a an elemental vibe to it. The first one, Hosier, which is basically mm-hmm. a self-titled album with the mm-hmm. hit single, Take Me to Church, in case you've mm-hmm. never heard that song ever. It felt mm-hmm. like it felt green. It felt leafy. And then mm-hmm. the, sec- the second album, which is good, but not my favorite. Is called mm-hmm. Wasteland Baby. Okay. And I'm also basing this off the album covers, but it's it has a very watery feel to it. And plus the album cover, he's underwater. So it just, it just mm-hmm. felt watery. Mm-hmm. And this one, the album cover, it just kind of startled me when I first saw it because it's just like a, I think, I don't know if he's smiling, but all you see is like a, like a, a mouth and teeth, but like it's buried under dirt. Like all you see is just the mouth. And just dirt all around. So it's wow. it's a vibe. Yeah. That is a vibe. <laughs> and um, if you watch the visuals on like YouTube, then you can kind of see him kind of playing with a flower in his mouth. He kind of just it's it's weird. But the music is so good at this point. I don't really have any skips. If anything, I'm just skipping around because I'm trying to get different parts of like, oh, let me hear the song again. Let me let me hear that one. And mm-hmm. it is meant to listen from beginning to end because it is a journey, just like Don, uh, Dante's Inferno is a journey mm-hmm. through the nine circles. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that is my, yeah. You said there's some upbeat songs. It doesn't, does it sound uh, kind of depressing or is it just, uh, I don't know. Like you, you're recommending it. So I assume it's not like super down, I guess, but I don't know. Is it? Is it isn't. It's it is not depressing, and the songs that are are maybe a slower tempo, if you will. It's more introspective, I would say. Where some of the songs that are slower, yeah, it may have a a bit of sadness tinge to it because maybe it might be about the ending of a relationship, but the song itself is still just so melodic and hypnotic mm-hmm. in a way that you can't help but listen because he's got a great voice and the instrumentation is just mm, the the musicality of it all mm. it just keeps you wanting to listen so it's like almost as if you're watching a sad movie well maybe you don't know it's sad but it has a sad part in it and mm-hmm. it's like oh man it's always sad at this part but i love this part like i love the way that they act in this movie but like when they do this scene it's just just great it's just brilliant so yeah. overall it is it is I don't feel that it's sad because again my one of my favorite songs is isn't a sad song like I again it's I think it's called The Selby I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly but Selby Part 2 it's mm-hmm. very upbeat very rockish very just and my interpretation of that song is this guy is willing to do whatever it takes to please this woman 
who he loves, he will continue to walk the earth to keep, I guess, maybe to keep it nighttime because she is the nighttime. Mm-hmm. I'm butchering probably my interpretation, but it makes perfect sense to me when I hear it. And that's what I love about his lyric, his, his lyrics, because they're so poetic, so deep, and you can kind of interpret it however you want, which is nice. Yeah. Interesting. And I'll something... have to give it a try. Give that one a try. Yeah. It sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, please. It is good. It is good. And there was one song um, called Anything But. And that song in particular is about fraudsters, which I believe is on one of those circles of hell because he directly mm-hmm. talks about it. Mm-hmm. And he was working with American producers and they were thinking, and it's it's another one of those upbeat songs. And they thought it was an upbeat fluff song. And you're like, mm, nope, nope, not really. <laughs> it's basically saying like yeah you there would be a whole stampede but i wouldn't i wouldn't kick you because you're not worth it so yeah that's like literally like one of the lines so mm. i thought that was pretty funny like okay well now i get it right well done sir sounds really interesting so, yeah. sounds like a good one it, it it is i'm i'm truly enjoying it i'm trying not to play it too much to bother my family but I know that it's it seeps through because if I play it in the car and they start singing along to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm playing it too much. Mm-hmm. But oh, well, could be worse things. Um, my last thing to recommend, and, and it's hard to recommend this as well because I'm not finished with it, but I've been enjoying it so much, is a book called Movies and Other Things by Shay Serrano. Mm-hmm. And... Courtney, this is also a book that you would probably also enjoy just because the author asks questions that are great questions that nobody asked. Nobody Mm -hmm. even maybe thought about asking, but they were just like, yeah, like what is the the best kills in an action movie and rank them (laughs) for me and why? And that's just one example. Or have you seen uh, the Kill Bill movies, the Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill movies? I haven't. I haven't actually seen okay. them. Okay. Um, there are some major deaths in that movie, but he ranks mm-hmm. them. Like who got who got it the worst in in terms of I don't know the bad end of the deal. I guess I don't know mm-hmm. who who got it the worst. That and the funny thing is that you don't necessarily need to have seen the film, but it does make it easier if you have. So yeah. you can still read the book and kind of like, oh, okay, well, I guess that person did get the the worst end of the luck or or whatever. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chart because they do have illustrations, which I they lovely illustrations. Who is the best John in an action movie? And they've got John Wick. They've got um, John. Uh, I think John Constantine's in it too which happened to be both Keanu Reeves and, but all the Johns, uh, John from, I mean, I can't even think of any, the examples right now, die hard that John and all of them. And who's the best, who's like the most realistic, who's the, I don't know. It's great. I love it. I'm doing a terrible job selling this book <laughs> only because I'm still in it. And I don't know what else mm-hmm. has come that I'm really, oh, really good, Jurassic though. Park, Jurassic <laughs> Park. You should have started there. I know. And that's also one of the reasons why I decided I need to talk about it, because there's a chapter that what if the Raptors were just misunderstood? Oh, 
Mm, that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. we don't speak mm-hmm. their language. We don't know. We don't know right. what they're trying to do or trying to say or we don't know how they're trying to move throughout this life, this crazy world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on her side. They're just, mis- they're just misunderstood. I mean, that chapter alone, I feel for you personally would sell the book. And I apologize for not starting with there because the guy who recommended it to me, that's the first thing I, I came back to him with. Like, this is an insane uh, state of mind or, or something to think about, but I love mm-hmm. it. I want more of it. <laughs> and fortunately, I have more of it because I haven't finished reading it yet. So <laughs> it's great. This sounds awesome. It sounds very, it sounds like a very unique book as well. And I love those. I love mm-hmm. a unique book. And it's you also unique in the way that you, and it is, it's stated in the book that you don't have mm-hmm. to read it from like chapter one to chapter two to chapter three. You can pick any chapter you want and just read that or mm. go in any order you want, mm-hmm. which is nice. But I'm going to read it from one to, you know, because I'm a completionist. So I got to read it. And all. you're not a complete monster. Not a complete monster, just a partial one. <laughs> just a partial one, but not in this way. Come on. Not, yeah, no, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> so, yeah, that is. Um, oh, he's also written other other works such as basketball and other things and hip hop and other things, which okay. I think hip hop and other things would be my next read after this one, because I like the way he writes. I like this state of mind. If that continues, then yeah, bring it on. Cause I'm ready. Mm. Well, it sounds like if he's on a roll, you know, with these blank and other things series, you know, if you're like, mm-hmm. this one so much, I, I agree. His other ones are probably be good as well and, and bring up some really important uh, questions, you know, and points. Right, right. Questions that need answers. And he does answer them. So he takes the time and, oh, I know what chapter I left off on. I'm on the chapter of movies that you are still or maybe that have. Uh, I'm going to butcher the title and I could just look it up because it is on my phone. And the chapter actually has guest authors or guest guest writers come in to give their views or opinions on this particular chapter. Oops. Mm-hmm. And which movie death hurt you the most? I'm reading because it's scrolling as an adult. Okay. So, yeah. Which movie death hurt you the most as an adult? Ooh. Are you asking? I am now, yes. And I realize I don't even have an answer yet. So I'm still trying I'm trying to think of one for myself. If I do have an answer. Hmm. So I have show deaths that really hurt. Um trying to think of a movie death that uh, I don't know. Aunt May. <laughs> well, this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a spoiler for Spider Man. <laughs> Yeah, no way yeah. home, maybe. Which which one mm-hmm. was it? That was a, not that's homecoming. There's no way home. Yeah. Her death really got me because I didn't expect it. It kind of makes sense because all Spider Men have lost an aunt, either, and it's it's normally Uncle Ben. Um, mm-hmm. so I, it it kind of makes sense that she would die, but. I don't know. That one really got me. I did not see it coming. I did not expect it. Uh, and it hurt. 
Mm. That's the first one that comes to mind. I'm sure there are many others. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to think of ones that really like affected like emotionally got me. And the one that's coming to mind for me is um <laughs> from Selma. And it because mm. I was in the theater, I was in the theater by myself mm-hmm. and I, there's some character and I don't remember exactly who the character was, but he had died and his, it might've been his uncle or his grandfather, but the way that it affected him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's really what it is. If I see someone else who's having like a strong reaction to the death, I think that's where my emotions kind of lie. And then mm-hmm. I am reacting to their heartbreak, to their sadness. And that yeah. like, I wept in the theater <laughs> during that scene because mm-hmm. it 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 really i don't say it upset me but it really made me sad like i, I you know i had a hard time with that one yeah because yeah you're yeah. right it, it was thinking of tv shows but no no movie movie yeah i i watch more tv shows so i you know cry a lot but the movies it's just harder and plus everything i watch like with movies they don't always involve a death, so that's a harder mm. one to think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I guess I, I, those those would be our our uh, entries, I suppose. And uh, mm-hmm. each of them, each of the writers, they all have their their thoughts. I know someone had mentioned characters from, or a character from, I think Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I would have to go back. I, I think I was highly distracted when I was listening to this chapter. I'm like, that's an interesting choice, whatever that choice that was. But no, that's, um, yeah, that's where I left off. And we'll continue. I'll probably reread that chapter and, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Now, I just gave you a total of four recommendations after all of that babbling <laughs> and, and uh-huh. raving and ranting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any recommendations? Um, I'm going to have to go with an oldie but a goodie. I'm sure I've recommended this before, so it's a little bit of a cheat. But I also don't like consume a ton of media these days. So, my recommendation is Doctor Who, specifically series uh, four? Three, maybe. Um, it's, the, it's, the, it's the season or the series uh, with Donna Noble or... Um, Catherine Tate as Donna Noble as mm. the um, as the companion to the Doctor. It's also okay. um, David Tennant's. I believe this is his last season as the Doctor. I highly recommend that because there's so many great episodes, and I feel like with this rebooted, like this is like when it was rebooted from the original series. I it it. I feel like that's when they were really starting to get into their stride. And, you know, I feel like most shows, it takes them, um, you know, a couple seasons to actually get through. It's actually season four. I just checked. Um, I feel like it just every, all of the episodes, well, there's a couple that I still skip, skip, but most of those Mm -hmm. episodes are really good. And there's a lot of like um, resolution in in this series and just because they in in the earlier seasons they 
like planted a bunch of um, not Easter eggs, but they pl- planted a lot of little seeds here and there, and so a lot you see a lot of resolution in this in this season four. So I love mm-hmm. it, and I'm watching it, which is why I am reminiscing because I'm going through okay. it and bending it, and like, oh yes, I remember this. Oh, the memories, and I still like cry at the appropriate times and sometimes mm. the inappropriate times, you know. The inappropriate um, times. Well, like this shouldn't make me cry, but it does. <laughs> sort oh. of thing. Not inappropriate in an inappropriate way, but you know what I mean. Well, I mean, so, I didn't know what that meant at all. Like what would be an inappropriate cry? Like I I, 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 I legit didn't understand. So that's all. Well just not like a a I guess a normal person probably wouldn't cry at it, but I don't know. I, I I highly recommend it. It's 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 still along the same lines of just super silly Doctor Who stuff. Also, the music is the best during the season to me. But you know, hmm. highly recommend it. I, I really, really want to watch more of it, but I know that requires getting Ashley on board. Although, even if she didn't enjoy it i think she'd probably just get into her phone but i, I kind of mm-hmm. want her just to kind of join me with you know mm-hmm. the journeys and and my appreciation or, or or rather our appreciation of it because it's a great show it's good fun at times it can be a little creepy i don't think mm-hmm. she's met the um weeping angels yet so mm-hmm. that's kind of something i it's it's come up i think it's come up on the y files but it was just something was like oh yeah they are terrifying absolutely terrifying like yeah top villain so no thank you and i love that they show up in multiple times during the full like series of doctor who Mm -hmm, it's beautiful mm -hmm. beautiful and and finding more ways to terrify us and like Mm -hmm, oh great mm -hmm. there's a there's a weeping angel over there fantastic um but i do want to move forward in doctor who so i can be caught up and see the new doctor yeah. and any all the i really want to get to that that special episode i think it might have been a christmas episode but it's basically when all the doctors from all the different times mm, had to come yeah. together because yes, they had to yes. fight something or someone yeah yeah beautiful i, I really want to rewatch that episode but yeah. we've 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 already agreed i believe that david Tennant is our favorite doctor so any of his episodes yeah. are good for me yeah, uh, he's he's my doctor. He's my favorite. I do love the other ones as well, um, but he is my favorite, hands down. And I, <laughs> Matt Smith, I would is be remiss. On me. Well, I, I was mm-hmm. going to say I'd be remiss if I did not mention Matt Smith and his weird face because mm-hmm. I have to say that mm-hmm. each and every time mm-hmm. because there are people that I like to just you know just. Put put that little knife in and turn it a little bit because that's <laughs> their favorite doctor. Yeah. But I don't like his face. It's just weird to me. Still? Just... I feel like am, they am I alone? His... Well, I feel like they finally got his angles right at, like a couple seasons in of him. Mm. They finally made him look not so... I mean, I don't know. The doctor is, is what we would consider an alien. So it makes sense that Matt Smith had a strange face because he's an alien it, it really makes sense but i do mm-hmm. agree that he looks quite strange at the beginning and he to me i feel like he grew into it even more after a season or two and then he um and then they they found his angles <laughs> oh so, yeah 
Yeah, you and actually you're the one who kind of encouraged me to keep going, not because of his face at the time. I think you <laughs> kind of warned me saying he was kind of well liked at first. Like you just he had an off puttingness about him and it wasn't a mm-hmm. physical thing. It was just his personality as the doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, I don't know if I like this doctor. Mm. Mm. And then later on, I realized mm, your face is weird. Mm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I came around. I came around. Yeah. And then we got to Capaldi. Yeah. And I and it wasn't because like the there was a woman doctor. Like I was all on board. It was I think it was just because of life, which is why I dropped off the show. Mm-hmm. And between life and I think not having access to it, like I might have lost BBC America or however I was watching it before. I because I, I was an avid fan. I was watching as much as I could, as often as I could. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, hopefully I can um continue my journey and revisit some of these older episodes or not. Yeah. 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 And um, I'm like, what is her name? I think her real name is Frida something, but it's the, the, the black woman companion. Martha Jones. Uh, her name is, uh, Freema. 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 It's Freema something. Freema something with an A. Yes, yes, yes. She's awesome. I, like I, I do love, I do love, um, Martha who also comes back. <laughs> like she, she had her run. And then she, mm-hmm. you know, we did see her again after she was no longer an official companion. And it, I'd like just passed that episode and oh, so good. So good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I want to start there. And I I did. And that that's probably what happened with Ashley, where she might have seen too. it and like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. like this. And but I don't know. I'll try again. I'll try again. <laughs> and I said this before. I know I did. But at least I got her onto Star Trek. So. Yeah, that's progress. It's progress. That is progress. You're right. <laughs> so now, now we are wrapping up our last bit of show here, and I'll let you go first for any your your moment of gratitude. Your what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for. Um, hmm. I'm grateful for the simple things in life, like um, a lazy day and a good smelling candle and good food. Because sometimes you just have to simplify and remember the things that make us happy and bring us life and also ground us. And so I just love having well and sometimes I'm being I'm forced to remember those things but mm. I I'm able to I'm, I'm happy to be able to like remember okay this is what makes me chill this is what grounds me this is what I'm happy about or what makes me happy um so just the simple things in life that don't require a lot are free or inexpensive um that just remind you that life is not so bad all the time. Hmm. Look at you practicing groundedness. Hmm. I try. Hmm. You succeed. There is no try. Mm-hmm. There's do or do not. Yep. Master Yoda. Um, I agree. And I love that. I couldn't agree more. I really just taking in 
the the little things really and i i feel like i've i've said that often like just the little things in life but it really is mm-hmm. it's just the 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 smells that can come like maybe just walking to certain stores and like oh i love this this just the mm-hmm. smell and, mm-hmm. and then i leave because i'm done because that's all i wanted but you know just appreciating the little things in life because it it what's what makes life good yes bearable yes. yeah yes but yes that's exactly it but mm-hmm. but i don't want to add on to more because you said it perfectly and beautifully and i'll just go ahead into mine which is an actual thing and yes it is a bit of a plug because they this is i am grateful for millie mobile auto for okay coming out to my location <laughs> or rather to my home to fix my wife's car and then going out to my church where Mike, oh, by the way, uh, backing up a little bit, my car, both of our cars broke down. Hers mm. broke down maybe a couple houses away from our house. So we were able to just push it back in front mm-hmm. of our house. My car broke down from going to the radio station to church. And I basically just waited in the car for three hours until my dad came to pick me up. I was waiting for the tow truck and never came. Well, it did come, but an hour after I was picked up. So oh my goodness. I moved. Yeah, I moved forward anyway, did, did what I had to do, because I'm like, what am I going to sit around being, you know, miserable about this? Because, hey, I mean, this is where I am. This, I'm doing the best I can. So I just moved mm-hmm. on, <laughs> did what I could and, you know, succeeded, had a decent day. I took my mother's advice. She was like, once you get home, don't worry about the cars, just rest, because I was actually very tired. So the next day I was wide awake. I'm so grateful also for having a job I can work at home. So I didn't miss really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I then called Millie Mobile Auto. They pretty much took the information. I told them what happened. They were like, oh, yeah, well, it could be this. And, and I'm pretty sure it might be this. So this is how much the part costs and labor costs this much. So we're looking about like 250 or something like that. So I'm like, huh, okay. Because prior to all of this, I had an inkling of what was wrong with both of the vehicles did a quick google search of how much it costs to repair these things basically both cars would have cost me possibly up to a thousand dollars long story mm-hmm. short cost me just a little under 500 Woo-hoo. to get both cars fixed much better yeah and i didn't have to go to a garage like they came to me at both locations so that is like Amazing. And I was telling my boss about it today and he was like, this is an awesome business model. Like skip the whole garage part of it and we'll come to you as most, Mm -hmm. I don't say most times, but when you do have car trouble, if it's not running, it's kind of hard to get there. And then if your car ends up at the garage, they can charge you for keeping your car at the garage until you can get it out. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I I don't got that kind of money. No. (laughs) Right. Not in, not in 2023. Right. So, again, that's Millie, M-I-L-L-I. I'm sitting here talking about it, and this is like an international podcast. So, if you're in Connecticut, <laughs> it really only applies to you. But uh, hopefully other states get this idea, like other mechanics out there. Like, this is something that you can jump on and you can build your own business if you work on cars or you are thinking of starting a business. Maybe you hire a bunch of mechanics and and uh vans and the things that they need to fix cars 
and you are the person that just takes the calls and schedules and um, maybe go get the parts that are needed because that's what the business owner for this job or for this business did. Uh, my car needed an axle. So the owner went out to get the axle, then met with the mechanic to put it together. And I was back on the road then like you mm. know, a couple hours. So I don't nice. know. Ho- hopefully some, there are some other businesses like that somewhere where you live. And if not, then if you are someone who is into that, then yeah, this is me saying, why don't you do that, that thing? Mm-hmm. And then get stickers, put them on gas pumps, because that's how I found this guy. Oh, that is yeah, that's very smart. Yes, very effective marketing, because I wouldn't have found him any other way, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even really looking at that time. I was just happened to look down I'm like, huh, maybe they can come fix Ashley's car. And then a few days later, my car breaks. I'm like, okay, definitely calling these people now. So yeah. yeah, that is, again, Millie Mobile Auto. They are also available online. And pro tip, again, this is just for people in Connecticut, but I will also tell them as soon as I can, if they can invest in maybe a square, meaning oh, so I can pay with credit card or swipe something, because right now you can only they only take cash, cash up, Venmo, and PayPal. And, I mean, you know, be a little helpful if there's that one more option. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> So that is all that I have. Do you have any shout outs or anything of that nature you want to say hi to or or do you want people to know where you are or located? Any anything like that? Um, I'm not currently online, really. <laughs> I'm on Earth. Uh, just <laughs> trying now. to make it on Earth. for now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And hi, Mom. I mean, you're, you're not planning to go to Mars or or Venus, which we talked about last time. I mean, yeah, but you never know. You just never know. Hmm. No, I don't know. We'll revisit that again because I'm pretty sure you don't <laughs> want to go to Venus with that guy. No, no. I'm I'm happy with staying staying put where I am. Honestly. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Me too. Me too. And that does it for me as well. Uh, you can find me at all things at and do. Oh my goodness, I keep forgetting, and I wrote it down here in big giant letters. Uh, the Indube podcast, or rather the Indube or whatever. I don't know. We're on Discord, and right now I'm the only one in there. So even you, Courtney, if you want to kind of venture out a little bit, just a little bit, like we, you can chat in there. There's really nothing in the Indube channel. I'm still kind of figuring that out. But we are in Discord, so I guess Google or search for Indube on Discord. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, you can find me at all things at Indube. I'll try to see if I can put a link somewhere for the Discord. And um, remember to wash your legs, your feet, the bottoms of your plates, your arms and legs, your whole body. Just wash regularly, please. Please. If you can, please. Remember, um, drink your water and tell someone you value that you value them. Live for the folks you love and live without regrets. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off henceforth and forevermore. And the church says, Amen. Amen, indeed. Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com, Patreon.com slash Indube, 
and of course, merch over at TeePublic. Email us your Ask Indube questions, comments, or just say hi at indubepod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the description. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time.